0: We're continuing our study of God's Word and our study of choices that make a difference. We just finished talking about choosing to believe God, to really, really believe God, to take God at His Word. And today I want us to talk about choosing to become. And we're looking at John chapter 1, beginning at verse 10. Jesus was in the world, and through the world was made, and the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Those verses describe what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about the fact that you and I can choose to become. Now first, we need to settle what it's all about. Somebody said life is not just being, it's becoming. Someone else put it like this, we are human becomings. You see, you're not finished. Whether you're 8 or 80, you're not finished. God is still building and making you, still constructing you into the person that he wants you to be. And therefore, we are human becomings. We are constantly becoming either worse or better, more of what God wants us to be or less of what God wants us to be. And so it's important for us to make those choices that are necessary to do that. So first of all, what we need to discover here is that you and I can choose to become a child of God. Jesus enunciates truth about that in his word. In the book of John, verse 1 here, he gives us the directions. We're told we're not by virtue of being in the world a child of God. You're not a child of God because you were created by God. You cannot be a child of God by what you do. John points out in these verses in verse 1 that we're not born into God's family or made a child of God. Because our parents were believers and we choose to be believers. See, the Jews thought because they were Jews who believed and their children were automatically in. But God says, no, they have to believe for themselves. They have to trust God for themselves. They felt God's favor was on them because they had been the chosen people. But Jesus said they weren't chosen to to be given things that nobody else got. They were chosen so they could be used by God in a great way. Now, you can inherit natural characteristics from your parents, but you're not going to inherit salvation. Uh, many children of people who are believers don't see how important it is to early begin to share with their kids the importance of knowing Christ personally. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, the scripture says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, that is from being born physically, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. And what that simply says is, that you can't be become a believer, you can't be spiritually born because you were physically born. Just because you're the son of a pastor or the son of a great, wonderful, dynamic Christian mom doesn't make you a Christian. You have to trust God for yourself. So the truth of God is simple on this. Don't count on your mate, don't count on your parents, don't count on your family, don't count on your lineage, don't count on your ancestry, don't count on your inheritance. Don't count on anything except you personally putting your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ as your own Lord and Savior. That's how you become a child of God. John goes on to say, it's not of the will of the flesh. It's not what you can do. Some think they are naturally children of God, but that's not so. Some think they are children of God because they... Do, they They do. They live a good life. They, they try to do the right things. They make good decisions. They help others. They try to be honest. But all of those things are good and, and encouraging, and there's things that we should do. But we're still sinners, and we need to change from the inside out. You see, the Bible says it's not of works that any man should boast. Nobody's going to be in heaven waving a banner and saying, look, I, all the great things I did, that's why I'm here. I heard about a boy that got into a large bucket and stood in it, a little boy, about five, six years old, and he took the handle of the bucket, and with all his might, he pulled to lift himself up, but he couldn't do it. He was in the bucket. It was only when someone came along and lifted him up that he got off the ground. Now, that's our dilemma, exactly. You and I are in the bucket. We're sinners. We can't lift ourselves. There's nothing we can do to lift the bucket up. We just can't do it. By our good works, by our achievements, by our church membership, by our baptism, it's not the will of the flesh. Jesus has to lift lift us up as we put our trust in him. Even going to church and being involved in church activities is a good thing, a wonderful thing. And yet, that's not what makes us right with God. We do that because we are right with God. And it's not of the will of man. No man or no church can make you a Christian. The fact that you are baptized or voted into a church or given communion, none of that's enough. It's not something you can do. It's something that only God can do as you put your trust in him. Salvation is of God. Eternal life is of God. How does God enable us to uh, to, to, to have this and become a child of God? Well, it's through Jesus Christ, his son. And that's the key to it all. And that's what we're discovering here. The Bible says that God sent Jesus into the world to be the one through which we could come to know him. And he came into the world he made, but the world he made did not know him. He came into his own, which were the Jewish people, and they did not receive him. So that, that's, a, that's one of the saddest sections of the Bible, how God stepped out of heaven and came into earth and even became like one of us, put on human flesh. Walked among us, sought to show himself to be God, but yet men would refuse to accept him. And the, one of the things that's said here is that the world was made through him and the one who could provide for you salvation and could take, make you a child of God, but the world rejected that. And the Bible says that Jesus was in the beginning and he was with God and he was the Word and he became flesh. So Jesus is the way of salvation. That's basic for us to become a child of God through trusting in Him as our Lord and Savior. And uh, the author, the, the Arthur Koestler, in his book *The Ghost in the Machine*, is talking about man, mankind. He said he appears highly probable that Homo sapiens are a biological freak, the result of some remarkable mistake in the evolutionary process. Well those of us who know Christ couldn't believe such foolishness as that. Nobel Prize winner Jacques Monod uh, said our number came like in a Monte Carlo gambling game and suddenly it was just accidentally came up and we were came into existence. He, in his book Chance and Necessity says this, the ancient covenant between man and the universe is in pieces. Man knows at last he's alone in the universe. Unfe- unfeeling immensity out of which he is immersed only by chance his destiny is nowhere spelled out that is man is just an accident that happened god says it's more than that we can have that personal relationship with him if you don't have it ask jesus to forgive your sins and come into your life and be your lord tomorrow we're going to talk more about what it means to become hope you'll be with me